Ladies, gentlemen, non-binary beings, this is Ramy Kroon and Quindar here at WKCC bringing you another episode of action, adventure, and those sweet, sweet cosmic crits. But it's business before pleasure here, so before we can get to this week's trials and tribulations, a moment of your time, if you will. In June, we're holding a contest for fan art submissions, and we'll include a link in our episode description for you. You can win prizes, including merch from our store with your artwork on it. So if you're artistically minded, submit today. But I have the honor this week of announcing the winners of our Mayhem Challenge. Last month we asked you to design some weapons for Starfinder for us. And I have to say that we were blown away with the creativity and technical skill of these weapons. We had everything from guns that pixelate enemies to symbiotic power gloves. Sadly, we can only pick a few winners, though, despite this being the most widely disputed vote among the six of us so far. In first place, we have our good friend AJ, with a sentient former android turned living longarm named Vera14. And our next two winners tied in votes. First was Jason S, with the Darkblade Plasma Pistol Sword, a combination weapon for Final Fantasy VIII lovers like myself, or just people that like slashing and shooting foes. And our last winner was submitted by Jason in the disassembly rifle made from assembly ooze. We can't stress enough how amazing all of our submissions were. You guys made some really awesome weapons. We wish we could use them all. If you want to talk about them, join our fan discord for Cosmic Critter Matters and join the discussions there. We can talk about how Starfinder game developer Owen K.C. Stevens submitted an amazing weapon called War Dragon and earned himself an honorary Krenomander position or one of our favorite honorable mentions, the Drift Rider Fan Club Swag Grenade from Amolderman. Thanks again for everyone that submitted and good luck artists out there for this month's June Fan Art Challenge. So without further ado, I give you this week's episode, Kishman Kish Monster. Last time on Cosmic Crit. As the gang made their way to the maze of ghosts, they were attacked by a monstrous snake-like creature. We took a trip to the local historical museum, which was full of ghosts. Turns out the maze of ghosts is actually a museum of historical holograms. Exhibits? Displays? Learning? What the heck? Where are the spooks? Edris pushed every button he could find. The gang meets Space Rodney Dangerfield. Alindra found a shrine to the ancient Kish surrounded by dolls. Leave it to an Ahsoki to find a hidden tucked away passage. Nax scampers through the walls, while the rest of us battle a spooky undead hologram. The maze of ghosts is all about Kish history. Madras failed his history classes. This place really is scary! Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Saddle right up, partners. It's time to experience the most realistic simulation of the Old West, this side of the Mississippi. And welcome to Cosmic Westworld. My name is Patrick, and I'm your GM, your game's Marsden on the show, ready to get... <laughs> Ready to get killed repeatedly in a loop outside of my own control. Joining me in the park today on a post-apocalyptic narrative are my five players and host co-hosts. So please join me in saying hello to my left. 
When this desperado rides into town, you better watch your step. It's Drew playing Nexus Rack. This is just an excuse to see me naked. To his left, a mechanical man that is slowly breaking down because of some old code. It's Jabert playing Indus 147. Hello, Patrick. Across the digital table. He wouldn't hurt a fly, but he sure would murder some goblins. It's Miles playing Raimi. These violent delights have violent ends. To his left, Evan Rachel Wood being asked the same question like 10 times while acting emotionless. It's Rebecca playing Alindra Ballas. It's good to be here. And finally, to my right, the inspiration for the Terminator, are Yul Brenner dressed in black. It's Tyler playing Adros Veronis. I'll be wearing black. Okay. Oh boy, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I'm off the show. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> my my goal is to always say exactly what comes into my mind whenever oh, you do my boy. lines. And, and I can boy, never how did you succeed is. in that? <laughs> this is why you don't stare into the abyss. <laughs> uh, how are you guys doing? How is everyone? Pretty good. Uh, yeah, not too That's bad. I, I know we we've we talked about it a few weeks ago, being halfway done with the Dead Sons campaign, but we haven't spoken about it too much since. We're just racing through these these books. What do you guys What do you guys think about that? We're we're almost halfway done with book four. Wow. Are you serious? Because I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, there's a lot like still to come, but like, I mean, we're we're getting pretty close there. I say we just keep this train a rolling on to level twenty. <laughs> so, are are you saying you're ready to jump back into the need your system this week? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All let's right. Let's get let's get to level eight. You guys are gotcha close, real close. <clears throat> so, last time, what happened? We found in the maze of ghosts the malfunctioning projection unit that was apparently the old historic museum of, of Istamex hologram projector. Right. And then it tried to kill us. It did, Well, yeah, I did. <laughs> a, a corrupted version of the, the city's ancient governor or mayor attacked you all, and you were able to best it, and then Andis fixed the projector, and that's yeah. where we find that's ourselves it. now. Yeah, and now the guy wants to talk to us. Which is exciting. <laughs> well, now it's acting very similar to the other holograms. It's you know, like, well, welcome to Istamek, the the land of, of of promises and tomorrow. Oh well, I hope we weren't supposed to learn all the deep secrets about this place from this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you can talk to any of the holograms. They definitely have like a limited kind of knowledge that they can impart to you. But most of it is about like what life was like whenever they were created. You know thousands of years ago who knows but you have now moved through most of the museum knack you can go through the walls and you know where where you were exploring by your lonesome and that goes like around the entire ring of the the museum you find some other items back where you found this the scatter gun you also find a haste circuit armor upgrade Ooh. Uh, like a kish version of it and a shock fusion seal, an eighth level shock fusion seal. And those were actually inside a null space chamber, a Mark II oh. null space chamber, which is, yeah, kind of creates a, a little pocket dimension for you to hide your goodies. Yeah, that's that's, cool. that's 
Yeah, that's awesome, basically, because we don't have to worry about, you know, if we find something that's a lot of bulk. Like, remember the no, the no qual? And we were yeah. like, okay, you you get you five and you get four one. and you take seven. Now we can just shove it all in this uh, yeah. no, no, no space chamber and it's a lot easier to, to deal with. So that, that's awesome. It's like the cheap pouch of the universe. Oh, The no qual got a lot easier when you got to the drift rock and it was, like, weightless, so... <laughs> But this, we got a lot of a lot of gravity on this planet. Besides that, you also found Alindra. You found this shrine of the Kish, worshiping these holograms who they believe were ghosts of their ancestors, and rightly so because they were, in some form or fashion, kept the memories and in the kind of the spirits of ancient Kish alive. Among that shrine, you found what looks like a, a data storage device like this little triangular pad. And if you show it to, to the others, take a look at it yourself, you all are pretty sure that this is also a form of ancient Kish technology. Can we cool. read anything on it or break into the information in it? So it, it takes a little bit of computer and engineering know-how to kind of plug it into your own display feeds and, and get it powered on. But when you do, you see in it, its field what seems like a lot of whatever was on this data pad is corrupted or erased, but you do find a single voice message uh, that you can play. Play it. It's a little distorted. It's a little grainy, but you know, turning some some knobs, like adding the gain up, you can hear a female Kish voice, and it is speaking in in the same kind of proper version of the language that you hear all the holograms speaking in. And through this burst of static, you can hear her say, Officer here at Securitech, and I'm replying as soon as possible. Customer service representation received your communique, and I just want to say, and it is my job to assure you that we take your security issues as top priority. Besides being our biggest client, you're also one of the most important in the city. It seems like the audio just cuts out here gone completely and then it comes back very distorted and completely garbled maybe for like a sentence or so and then you hear the voice say we keep an admin key code for your lock and every lock that we ensure within our data server within the foundry this cannot be accessed except from the physical terminal as it is not networked and the only person with clearance is myself and security tech's chief executive officer. I checked the log books this morning and nobody has accessed your file within a full cycle. So that seems normal. The voice trails off and you are left with silence. The rest of the transmission completely distorted. Hmm. I guess we should try to look for this, the foundry or the terminal in the yeah. foundry. Securitech foundry, though that seemed to be the term. Was this an audio recording or a video recording, Patrick? So it was audio. Um, why don't you guys make a intelligence check for me? Oh, good. <laughs> oh, I'm going to enjoy these a lot. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, I dropped no. <laughs> I was like, oh, you rolled a 14. That's pretty good. Uh, negative one. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I'm going to point out here is you guys are got to be pretty happy. You've got an Andis 147 in your party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you get? Smart Bert? boy like me. Uh, I got a 25 on that int check. Oh, geez, Louise. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> yeah. No, you're the only one that makes this connection and this that the foundry more than likely is what Tazale was was speaking of when she calls it the temple found the the words 
in this uh, ancient Kish language and the modern one are kind of distorted, but Foundry found it, it seems like they might be talking about the same place. What seems in this audio message to be some kind of large factory of, of some sort. And is hmm. the temple found where the other people are, the people that drove her out? That mm -hmm. is where Huntmaster Zavra seems to have locked him and in, in his hunters inside. Right. Um, that was one of the things that she objected to, and it got her exiled. Gotcha. Hmm. Gotcha. And where did you? Where did she say? Where did this audio file say the key was? The admin access key, or? So looking at it, it. I mean, they said they're calling from Securitech, and there's also something within the foundry, but you don't. You don't know where Securitech is. You have one location in the, you know, like kind of fingerprinted onto the audio file. And Andis, you can tell just by looking at some of the data on it, that if you had another part or some other piece of, of data that you might be able to triangulate the location. But just from this, it, it's not enough. It, it, it more than likely is somewhere within the city, but you don't know where. Is oh, it a safe city. bet that this unit, this device would have the security information to be able to unlock that key when we find it? I mean, Being that it was owned by this person that left the voice message? Well, we don't know that this, it was owned by the person that left the voice message. It might have been the person that the voice message was to. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't typically leave myself voice messages. <laughs> well, aren't, don't you have a great memory? Some of us need to be, able to be like, hey, this is you from the past. Uh, I, suppose, I suppose this whole podcast is sort of a voice message to myself the following week. <laughs> We're getting meta now. Um, I, I actually have a question, Patrick. Uh, have mm -hmm. have we looked through all of the corridors uh, behind the scenes or just the one that I was in the first time? You, you can take a look through all of them. You don't find anything else really of note. Maybe a few other secret panels into other sections of the museum, but all places you've already explored. Okay. Is it possible that we could take this recording and deliver it to the, the Kish that sent us here? And see if if they might have any more insight. I mean, it's up to you guys. Do you want to head back to Cloudside and, and talk to Curate Tazale? I feel like if anything, we're about to lose tongues, so we probably need to to get that refreshed on us anyhow to to keep going. Um, mm -hmm. is, I'm wondering, is yeah. there anything else we need? Is is there any way that we can make a record of what these thing, what any of these panels say, to try to build a language database or anything like that for for future reference, or is that a, a waste of time? Yeah, no. So the same way that you know you, you took a lot of informative photos of the Temple of the Twelve and gave it to the the university uh, on Cabaret. You, you can do the same thing here. Uh, you know, this audio w will help a great deal if you record maybe some of the, the holograms audio as well. But that that will take that will take time, of course. Uh, do we do we need to ask the, the hologram any questions? Would that would that help us, or could we ask the hologram about Securitech or ask it for yeah. an alphabet? It's a little too specific of a, a question for for any of the holograms. And if you do spend the time asking, it, it doesn't seem to be something that's represented in any of the displays. Securitech. Can I ask the hologram? Were these holograms created before or after the sort of destruction of of the city? <laughs> If you ask the mayor, he's like, what are you talking about? Destruction of the city. <laughs> <laughs> Our city's never going to die. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. No, uh, you can tell pretty, pretty much this seems to be maybe the height of Istamek. 
when, when these were created, th things seem to be going quite well for the uh, the Kish here. So what do you guys want to do? Do you want to do you want to continue on? You got another site of ancient Kish power, the the uh, House of Renewal, still to check on, or you could head back to to Cloudside. How much longer do we have for tongues? Probably like five minutes or so. So <laughs> like I think oh. I think we spent an hour uh, fixing the projection unit. So not <laughs> yes. a lot of time. Yeah. So let's let's okay, go yeah. let's go back and get uh, talk to talk to them to again Zale. to Zale. Yeah. Get tongues recast if we can, and then go check out the House of Renewal. Sounds reasonable. Yep. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I'd like to use a resolve point to uh, get my stamina back oh, uh, yeah. since we're sitting around for a while fixing this hologram. Oh yeah, you got plenty of time for that. <laughs> uh, Ed Ross will take the break as well. Andis as well. Mm. Ramy as well. Knack as oh. well. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> then, then that adds 10 minutes at a time. So tongues definitely goes away uh, before you guys leave the, the maze of ghosts. Ghosts? <laughs> so returning to Cloudside is fairly simple. So trying to follow the path that you set here is made difficult as the sun begins to set. And in the darkness, you might turn yourself around and you, and you hear these large kind of brain animals in, in the night. And it does get pretty, pretty chilly here. Why don't you make me a survival check? See if you can find find the way back. You know, it wasn't too far. What did you 22. get, Rebecca? 22. Nice, nice, nice. So pretty easily able to find another path around to, to get back to the exiled Kish's encampment. Rebecca, you, Alindra, are able to to forge ahead in, in the darkness and you stumble into the encampment in the, the dead of night and um, do, do you want to try and, and find Tazale here? Yeah. So going back into the the main building with the large symbol of Talavet. You might talk to one of the attendants there and they just like rush and go get her. And maybe a few moments later, she comes out and is wrapping the, the scarf back around her head. And none of you understand what she says. She's like, <laughs> And Miles, do you have any level one spells left? Uh, yeah, I should. Um, she begins you know, speaking in her Kish language and seems to be making a lot of hand gestures and, and kind of gestures in your direction, you know, like casting magic, but is like miming it more than anything. Okay, so I should probably cast uh, Comprehend Language. When you do, yeah, she, um, you can understand her and, and she seems to understand you and says, uh, welcome, welcome back. I uh, see you have survived the trial of the Maze of Ghosts. Uh, what what has happened? Uh, and so I, I relay the story of of us going to the museum and mm -hmm. finding the hologram and then coming across this message and play the message for her. Yeah, she's very confused, but she's like, well, you, you had to fight the ancestors there. They did not deem you worthy. Well, it's not that we had, um, we did have to fight a, an ancestor, but it was because their their memory was wrong. Uh, they, in the end, they saw us as a friend. Some of them can be quite harsh there. In in one room, they like to belittle and cast aspersions, throw stones at the unfaithful that pass through there. But I'm, I'm glad that you were able to come to some understanding. If you would like to rest, stay a cycle here, I will be able to cast more spells upon you after a day and a night. As well, if you have any wounds that need to be seen to, I would do that for you. 
that would be much appreciated. And I relay the conversation to my teammates. Well, I guess we're camping out in Kishland. Yeah, so there's plenty of rooms, and there's also just buildings surrounding this place. Kind of half destroyed, but lots of space if you do want to kind of separate yourself from this encampment. Alindra, get out the tent! (laughs) Uh, Alindra gets out the tent. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Plumber party! (laughs) So the... The night and the day here actually goes really fast. It's only about four hours or so before oh, the sun oh, wow. returns on the the other side. And it makes a pretty fast transit. And it's, you know, all of a sudden night again as you guys are, are resting up. Oh, so it, like it, a day and a night is not like that long of a wait. <laughs> it's about 10 hours here. Yeah, to, to kind of make a, a full circuit and get back to the, the next the next next morning. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, once again, that that sun, that, the star, the, the the middle of the system is very far away, so it's very faint. So even when it's it's daytime, it it just seems like twilight. So it, it's hard to judge like when it is midday or when it's the morning. Um, the only time you can really tell is when that uh, it goes away and it's nearly pitch black here. So much of the light is like ambient light that like bounces off the the clouds of Nijor Six and kind of illuminates different you know aspects of Istamek like shines up through the sides of the buildings so I can't see any stars in the sky yeah you can but really only when the um, when it's nighttime but yeah the the evening is is pretty pretty quiet you guys can can rest up um, how are you guys doing on on hit points and everything is everyone all right you need mm-hmm. to, to talk to Tazale? Ah, we good. Yeah, I'm much better after that resolve point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Well, you get your resolve back, Ramy. You can spend some time to commune, get your your spells back in order in your mind. Yeah. And yeah, do do you want to head out to this this next locale that she's mentioned, the House of Renewal? Has she put tongues on us again? Yep. Yep. Well, she can go back, and um, she actually has a few spells she can cast. Yeah, if I she has some sure different spells. Not all of us need to have tongues. Well, I was about to say, if if you want, um, she also has share language, which she can use for for her version of, of Kish, th- this kind of modern version that she speaks. But so, she can she can cast tongues on, on a few people at the very least, wait, so that's, that's not a problem. Is, is share language permanent or temporary? 24 hours, so not permanent. Uh, but we can only stand, understand her, correct? Or do we understand the language itself? You understand this kind of, uh, I think it's described in the book as vulgar kish. It's, it's what the the live kish that you've met so far on Istamek have been speaking, as opposed to the more proper version that you, you heard the holograms speaking. Okay. I, I kind of want to get share language just because I feel like hopefully with a, a decent culture check, I could interpret uh, the more proper kish that we've heard before. Uh, that, but if somebody else has tongues, we can at least fill in that gap. Yeah, like I said, we yeah. can we can do That's both. Fair. But the, yeah, but just the problem with tongues is it only lasts for um, a little more than an hour, so not not yeah. a ton of time. Uh, all right, so heading back out as you walk through the this new area to towards the north, you see all manner of. Alien mosses and plants and ferns that have overtaken the city, just grown over the rubble and, and kind of made like new hills. Uh, why doesn't anyone that is trained in the skill go ahead and give me a life science check? 
Okie dokie. Oh, hey there. <laughs> hey there. Hi there. Hi there. I don't think I need that, but. Oh, man! <laughs> Is that right. even possible? Anderson Raby, Life Science Partners. <laughs> you got five. Did you guys roll well or something? I'm a little confused by we the count of your rolls. We a natural 20, which is, for both of us, 34. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Life science buddies. <laughs> we have our own um, syndicated television show back on Amstel Station. <laughs> right. You're, so like Chris, you're like Chris and Martin Kratt. No, it's, well, it's, 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 it's Ramey and Andis Science Bandits. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so you're, you're, you're seeing all kinds of different plants here, and you can tell that they, they might have a few different bases from other plants you've seen in the packed world and other worlds, but a lot of the same stuff, the same kind of natural designs are, are present here. Definitely not something that is n- naturally occurring on this island because obviously this was a, a Kish-built place, but was brought here from maybe different worlds. And you can tell that some seem to be from like desert planets and some from maybe deciduous forests the, the lichen and things like that. And as you are passing through a large field of grass, you notice at your ankles, the blades change from green to a very flat blue. Uh, one in particular has a very high sheen. As you inspect it, the blades are tipped in a kind of a black colorization. And uh, as you look them over, you can tell they're kind of thorn-like, very, very sharp slicing barbs, like a defense mechanism. Mm. And and looking on in this path that you're you're following, it, it's a very wide field of them. It, you know, more than uh, 50 square feet of of this grass, and it, it could be dangerous to to trudge through. Might even be able to cut armor. Hmm. Can we go around this, or? That will be another survival check to see if, yeah, if there is indeed a way. Anybody that has is trained in survival can go ahead and make that roll. I've got a little bit. I put. I picked up a rank at the last level. Let's see what I got. Nah. I did the I'll same thing. It. Let's see. I'll give it a try. Hmm. Not a lot of great rolls here. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, are you waiting to be dramatic? No, I guess. I- yes he was (laughs) thanks for for waiting for that one tyler uh so what i will they i will i was hey i was letting them do their own thing i appreciate that i never get to roll survival (laughs) exactly i think i'm like hey if they want to roll it there's a reason for that and this roll is exactly why (laughs) tyler what did you roll i got a 21 patrick Thanks right. to my survivalist toolkit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so it does take a little bit of backtracking, but you are able to find kind of like a sewer system that like just circumvents this section of the city. And it probably hasn't been used in, in quite some time, but you do find a much smellier, but safer moss that grows down here. And you're able to just walk right underneath this uh, this field. Right, well, we have two options. Stinky moss or bladed death moss. I think we should choose the stinky moss myself. I agree. Let's go. Don't step in any kish-ish. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I cannot wait to be done. <laughs> so so I'm, I, I'm just uh, seeing a dross as a ninja turtle now because he found a sewer. <laughs> <laughs> Cowabunga. Okay. So you all are able to continue on here. It's only 
uh, with that Sorrel check, maybe 20 minutes from the the cloud side, the, the southwest side of the island to, to get to where Tazale has directed you, the so-called House of Renewal. You see a set of large round steps in a, in a semicircle leading up to a set of double doors. The color here has faded to nearly a, a beige color, just with like edges tinged with blue. And the building you can tell has collapsed in, in a few places. The, the once azure roof has broken in a few areas and collapsed inwards. And out front, a glitching holographic sign still projects about a, a foot above the building in, in Kish, uh, ancient Kish words, uh, barely legible. You can read out clinic and, and that's about it. But upon the doors is painted a symbol that looks like a, a half circle with a line above it. Um, if, if you want to give me a quick culture check, I can tell you what you think that might be. Oh, jeez. Mm, both Nack and Raimi, you guys. Pretty sure this is a representation of the setting sun uh, as seen from, from Istamek, kind of drawn on the doors. Uh, now that you've <laughs> seen it set like a few times here. My uh, impulse on seeing a symbol of a setting sun is, especially if it seems to have been painted on more recently, I wonder if they're using this as a tomb. So it actually does seem OG. It seems original to to the building. <laughs> yeah, maybe not painted, but um, just kind of like inset into the doors. Nighttime clinic or something? Are we sure that it's a setting sun and not a rising sun? Uh, Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how can one tell? But you, you're pretty sure just the way maybe some of the lines are kind of drawn off of it. Yeah, it, it does seem in the coloration to be setting. Mm. Well, it, it's it, it's a clinic with a setting sun. That can mean a number of different things. A setting sun can mean anything in, in a different culture that we are just only beginning to understand. I say we move forward and, uh, you know, consequences be be damned. Let's do this. All right. Lead the way. All right. I will I will try the door. No, no, no. Nat goes in first. Yeah. Who, who's going in first? Go ahead, buddy. I believe a Dross volunteered. <laughs> yes. I, I will try the door. <laughs> Right, so entering into this next chamber, you all see that uh, the walls of this room have, have no, numerous broken and rotted pieces of furniture lining the sides. Across the way, there's another set of double doors as well to the side of that. A pair of opaque glass windows with drawings of, you know, like uh, paintings of very large Kish eyes on it. Along the walls, you also see more murals of Kish with dark halos around their heads. And as you enter out of the corner of your eye, you do see a little bit of movement as something stirs in the corner. Oh, I need initiative rolls from everybody. Oh. Oh. Last time this happened, it was Akata's. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I always, whenever we go into a building, it always seems like Andis goes directly towards the danger. Just instinctively. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they, they, just, they, they just instinctively head right towards the thing that wants to kill him. It's beautiful. <laughs> Can't make this up, folks. This is what happened. So we've rolled initiative before we started playing tonight. Obviously, I've got to roll now for my moment. Monsters. Evil monsters. They look ugly. You're ugly. I am. How dare you? My monsters are beautiful. They are not great. They <laughs> they walk on four legs, kind of swinging wildly on heavy, larger front paws. And their maws kind of look like a cross between a Galarian lion, like attached to the body of a Castrovellian Kalkuriki. Hmm. And the size of maybe a small hound, uh, 100 pounds, maybe more. <laughs> they kind of rush. 
uh, they kind of rush in your your direction, and you see that they're tethered via like a, a vine rope to the back of the room. Let's oh. get into oh. it. I have rolled for initiative, and they are first. I rolled quite well. There's two of them. One is going to each Andis and Alindra, the two closest. The the rope seems to be pretty pretty long. Like they could probably reach just about anywhere in this room, but not maybe leave the room. But yeah, this one pounces up on the wall, jumps off, and gets all up in Alindra's face. It's time for some attack rolls. All right, Alindra, this is coming against your KAC. What is that? Twenty three. All right, <laughs> roll the two for the first one. So let's yeah. not worry. Let's not worry about that one at all. How about? <laughs> and the second, a fifteen. That is going to hit. It is able to bring this, this giant mouth. I'll show you what these guys look like. I'm gonna blow this up so everyone can see. Oh, oh, looks like a. They're very cool. Like yeah, a- it kind of looks like a, a mix between a a lion and an, an ape, perhaps. Yeah, and with the with the face of a God, yeah, it's interesting. Like with the a, face, almost bear-looking face. I like it, mm, like a gorilla yeah. with tiny legs. And that jaw uh, just clamps down on your your neck, Alindra. Oh no! And as as it goes in for this bite, you can tell that there's like this green slime coming out the the sides of its mouth, and it does. It's just like an akata. 17 points of damage. Oof, man. That's piercing damage as the incisors just kind of bite right through your armor. And this one is going for, for Andis. Wait, 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 wait. It takes uh, damage because it hit me, right? Oh, yeah. Damage. What what so, you got for electricity damage? 1d6. So we'll see how this goes. Good memory. Three. <laughs> Three, all right, yeah. So it, it did charge at you. You get a little shock off on it. Rebecca and this other one is pouncing upon and it's 147. I've rolled a seven and I rolled twice here. Yeah, I've rolled mm-hmm. an 11 and a seven. What is your KAC, Andis? It is a 22. Okay, dokely. Let's see. So uh, same thing as as Alindra, one hit and one miss. Let me roll my damage attack because it also is trying to bite you. And that is 20 points of piercing damage. So it is able to get a hold of one of your arms and starts like tearing through the, the flesh, the circuitry there. Don't read anything into this, but I need both of you guys to make a fortitude save for me. Oh, no. Hey, this this kind of stuff just happens sometimes. Yeah, he's not really into it. Yeah, yeah no, I don't think. Fair point. Read nothing into it. Oh, great. Oh, uh, those, those are I'm great. I'm so glad. Wait, <laughs> so is the resilient glad. jacket for fort? Can I reroll fort? The resilient jacket is for fortitude. It is once per day. I'll warn you. But what did you roll on your first one? Let's get that Seven. out of the way. Seven. So do you want to reroll that? It seems like a pretty good roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely up to you, I guess, if you want to waste, I'll waste I think that I'll resilient re-roll. jacket. All right. Okay. That's an 11. <laughs> Not much All right. Great. Great. So I'm just, I'm going to make some notes here. I'm going to uh, write a quick couple things down. All right. Dead, dead. And we're moving on. <laughs> Next in the turn order, and it's 147. This thing has come up and bitten you. What you got? So just... I know it probably doesn't matter very much because spoiler warning, I got a nine. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. if it is, if it's to disease or mind affecting or poison or sleep, forget that plus two. So eleven, it, same thing as as Alindra. <laughs> got it. Writing down the notes. <laughs> we will share our fates. <laughs> oh, what do you have for a 
for an action good android. All right, do I do I feel any effects uh, right oh. now? Do I feel any ill effects or anything other than just being bitten for a bunch of damage? Yeah, I mean, you got you got bit, but I, I don't know what you're talking about. Those fort saves were just for fun, so <laughs> they were they were very good. Also. No worry about that. Yeah. All right, I suppose I'll take a step back and take a shot with my laser rifle. Classic move. All right, there we are. That yeah. is, I swear, this is like the 12th attack in a roll where I've rolled minimum damage. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> not not a, bare a, bones minimum, but pretty darn low, right? That's a 27 to hit. Uh, definitely a hit. <laughs> and 10 points of damage. All right, so it bites you. You score a, a hit on it. Uh, it looks it looks maddened and is ready to pounce again almost. And next is Alindra Vallis. All right, so do I have to move in order to pull out my solar weapon, or can I full attack and also pull out my solar weapon? So point it out. Uh, you can do as part of a movement action. If you didn't okay. have it out already, unfortunately, it'll take a move. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, I'll pull out my solar weapon and uh, use it. Single attack, got it. Yeah, I'm going toward photon, photon attunement. That's great. Uh, mm -hmm. so that's a 19 to attack. Ooh, unfortunately, that's going to be a miss. Oh. Yeah, it, it's just so quick, so nimble. Jumping around you, you're able to get your blade out, but jumps out of the way of that first attack. And next in the turn order is Knackfeld's bar. All right, I'm going to pull out this Corona laser pistol, aim it at the one that is menacing Alindra, and fire with get him. So that is a 29 to hit. Uh, that Actually, is a 31 a to hit. <laughs> yeah, very, very much a hit and uh, pretty low damage, but what's that number? Seven damage. Ooh, fear me, oh. monsters. <laughs> All right, you score a hit, and we've got get him on this one in front of Alindra, and that brings us to Adras Varanus. All right, Adras, he sees he sees one enemy in front of Alindra, but he knows Alindra can hold her own. Andis seems to be in trouble. They need help. So he is going to move towards and past Andis 147. Yeah, getting in between them and the monster. This is going to, yeah, it's going to block their shot a little bit. I'm going to try and give them some kind of an angle. Hopefully the this creature will refocus its attention on me once I bring down this massive plasma dashka. Right, so you want to move even further past this creature that that is going to provoke an attack of opportunity trying to that is, that is fine my friend squeeze away all right so it's going to make that single attack first and i failed so no worry about that <laughs> okay cool uh my attack has yielded a 20 uh 20 against eac, EAC. yes and that is a hit just barely a hit. yeah Ooh, that was a close one 18 points of damage Okay, so yeah, you bring down the, the plasma into this, this small creature. Its fur singes up in, in like a fireball, <laughs> and it looks pretty unhappy from that hit. Uh, quick question, Patrick. Uh, we didn't have any chance to recharge our weapons over the course of the evening, right? So I'm still going off of the same usage from yesterday, from uh, our yeah. last fights. Yeah, you guys didn't go back to the ship or anything, so I don't see how you could have recharged them. Just wanted to make sure. Crap. Okay, and last in the turn order, but not least, Raimi, Quindar, what you got, Mile? Let's see. Uh, so they, their their leashes can only get in the room, right? You can't really see from where you are. You're still by the, the door, but uh, th those who got a good view of them, it looks like they're they're pooled up in the back there. So uh, okay, but I can I I can see the creatures, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's okay. you know. Um, it's lit up fairly well in here. There's a, a good amount of uh, of light filtering in from outside. Um, 
I am going to hmm, away. I'm gonna I'm gonna cast a magic missile at the one attacking Alindra. Ooh, alrighty. Oh, so not moving, just casting magic missile. That's so uh, 11 points of damage. All right. Takes every little bit of that battered bruise. It's It still seems to be pretty angry at Alindra. And we're at the top of turn two. Their turn. Uh, I've got I've got a target in Edros. I've got a target in Alindra. These things are going to indeed try and attack. Throw out a couple of double attacks for each of them. So Edros first. What is your KAC, Tyler? 25. Ooh, all right, close, but I've hit twice on these. So this thing, it's coming at you once with a bite attack, and the other, it's slamming one of these these burly-looking forearms in your face. Okay, I'm a little worried. So the, the bite attack, that damage, minimum damage. Uh, nice. So 14 points of damage. Okay. It's piercing in the second attack. Pretty low as well. Uh, 16 points of bludgeoning damage this time. I take 16 points altogether. Mm-hmm. And let's see here. Alindra, first attack. Ooh, what's your, your KAC again? 23. So that is a hit. Oh, no. That is, that is just a hit. The second attack is a miss. Get out. Oh, God. Get out of here with that number two. And minimum damage, so 14 points. Don't look anything into this at all. But once again, Tyler, go ahead and give me a 14 save. Uh, the creature that attacked Alindra is going to take another D6 of damage. Oh, right. Mm. Thank you. Uh, that's a one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's totally worth it. What you got, Tyler? I'm trying to get you a fort save here, buddy. Right mm. away. Uh, I'm looking at a 17. Mm. Okay. Note. Noted. Got it. <laughs> and let's go on to Andis147. It's your turn, Jabert. Alrighty. This time, since I've got a little bit of breathing room, I'm going to track this one that Edris is attacking and take a shot with the trusty old laser rifle. Got it. You get a plus one because of the coordinated shot feet here. I sure do. That's a 27 to hit. Oh, that's a hit. All right, that's a little better damage. That's a 15-pointer. Okay, yeah. Oh, taking taking a lot more <laughs> than last time. I've marked that down. It's not looking too good between those those two shots and the, the Doshko. It's looking pretty weak. And Alindravalis, back to you. All right, I'm going to full attack. Oh, boy. Flashing Ooh. strike action. Yeah, flashing strikes and get him is still mm. on this thing. So that's that going to be point. a 21 to hit, I think. Yep. Against KAC? Yeah. That is a miss. Oof. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Second attack. Oh, that one's better. That's a 29. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a hit. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So that's going to do 23 damage. Uh, okay. Yeah. So this one also looking pretty beat up, pretty pretty hurt. And Knackfeldspar, you're next. Alindra, how are you holding in there? I'm all right. Okay, uh, then I am going to, uh, again, shoot the one that is menacing Alindra with my Corona laser pistol. Get him! Uh, for an 18. Don't think that's going to do it. It's going to be a mess. Yeah. Tyler, we're back to Edros. Hey, oh. Edros mm. sees this thing looking kind of, maybe maybe not looking so good. Uh, he's just going to go for the single attack. Hmm. Gonna just uh, bring the Dogeco back around. He's gonna try and get one of its little gimpy back legs. Uh, that's a 23 to EAC. That's, that is indeed a hit. That's 21 points of damage to your gimpy back legs. <laughs> Stop saying gimpy back legs. <laughs> <laughs> 
that is that is a hit. It is it is still up. It is still oh. angry. Maybe now angrier than ever at a draw. Uh, Ramy Quindor. Okay. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, you wanted to move. Can I take a five foot step? Or can I take a, a Starfinder's five foot step? You can take a guarded step. <laughs> Starfinder's five foot step. <laughs> I will take it. Miles. Miles, we're on to Ramy. All right. Uh, so Ramy's going to pop a little bit closer to Alindra and uh, move past Snack so that he can use his... Because I, I, there's uh, some obstruction in the way. I don't know if that would actually block uh, a gunshot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to use my uh, X-Gen. Right, so try not to get in next way, but getting a, a firing solution. Go ahead and make me that attack roll. Ah, uh, 17. Against KC, it's going to be a miss. Taking us back to the top of turn three. These creatures... Once again, let's see here. I think it's still got an attack and a dross because it's pretty unhappy that you're slicing it up with that Doshko. They're going to move around a little bit. Alindra, this one is going to move to your to your side and make another single attack on you. And a 19 is going to be a hit. 19 on the dice for 20 points of damage. And draws this one is just going, it's going wild on you. It's coming at you with slam attacks, a bite attack. Two Bring it on! Full attacks. All right, one is definitely a hit, one is definitely a miss, <laughs> and I'll roll that damage for you. Bludgeoning damage, 20 points, bludgeoning, just beating against your armor, trying to tear it off. And that is their entire turn, bringing us back to Andis 147. All right, let's see here. So I want to continue to attack the one facing Edris, I'm going to take two shots with my laser rifle. Here we go. Oh, yes. There's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a hit. Why don't you roll me that second one? Oop, that one's a less good one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, oh, that's impossibly low. Uh, two on the dice. That first one's a hit. What's that damage? That's going to be 16 points of damage, please. Oh, yeah. This thing is barely alive. It's so, what, four laser rifle, azimuth laser rifle shots. No, Corona laser rifle shots. Mm-hmm. couple of Doshko swings. I mean, you're amazed it is still standing, to be quite honest. I mean, Frank, I, 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 I am amazed. Uh, you probably, yeah, you, you think if you could have gotten one more good shot off, maybe this one would have been, been dead. Alindra Vallis, we're back to you. Okay, um, I am going to move over into the corner. I realize that provokes an attack of opportunity to move that way, right? If you're moving, yeah, pretty far away from it, it will. I will go ahead and make that attack of opportunity. Bam. And it has failed its attack. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, okay, okay sure. so I'm going to move here then. Yep, same thing. Uh, so you're still so, not yeah, hitting feet. a dross, getting both of these guys. Yeah, that was my only goal. Yeah, so I wanted a dross to be safe, but I'm hitting both of the little monster guys. Um, gotcha. So I'm going to use Supernova, and that's... I guess they have to make a save, right? Oh my goodness, it's so much damage. But it'll, make, <laughs> it'll do 30, 37, no, 36 damage. So two yes. reflex saves. What am I trying to hit right now, DC-wise? Um, oh gosh, charisma plus half level plus 10. Mm-hmm. to formulate this. <laughs> it's okay, what, what's uh, your charisma 17, bonus? I think. Okay, so let me roll for the one by a draw. That's not looking too good. Oh, it's made it. And the one... Between you, Alindra, and Raimi has failed. Oh, good. Uh, okay, so half damage, this one by a dross. How much is that? Half of 36? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that, I don't know, 18? 18, all right. Rain some dimmers down here, and, and so 36 on this other one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 36 to the other one. Right, so this one here to the south, it just 
nearly is engulfed in flames. Almost all of its fur burnt away. It is still standing, but the, the one by Adros just turns into a pile of ash <laughs> with uh, with 18 damage. Yeah. It is dead. And that is your turn, which brings us to Nackfeldsvar. This one, this one that took the full brunt, though, is not looking too good either at this point. All right, Nack uh, levels his Corona laser pistol dead dead sights at this uh, chump. Get him! That is a 31 to hit. That is a hit. For 10 damage. And it had exactly 10 hit points left, which means we are out of combat. (laughs) I'm so glad that I didn't miss that. (laughs) Yeah. Kill. Hooray. Well well done. Oh, boy. Oof. Well, let's see here. Uh, uh, can, can I can I make a maybe a life science check on these guys? See what these were. Yeah, yeah. Go go right ahead. All right. They seem alarming. Uh, <laughs> that's only a seventeen. So I, I don't imagine I know what these are. I might uh, give it a shot. Yeah, not not too certain. That's more like it. What you get? Twenty eight. So obviously some kind of alien creature, maybe from the system, maybe just from some other planet pulled here. Don't know what it is. I can tell you, outside of game terms, uh, uh, these small creatures are called Eohai. 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 But yeah, you have some general information you can glean from them, but one thing that you are able to tell, just inspecting the, the corpses you've left behind, is they definitely seem to have some kind of disease. Maybe uh, whatever passes as as rabies in, in this star system. Oh, uh, they, they they did look kind of rabid. Hey, Andis, can can you look at this bite for me? <laughs> I can. I will try. <laughs> he could look at his own bite too. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we're just as fortitudous. So not a lot that you can kind of glean from whatever these creatures had. You take a look at the bites, and I mean, you don't feel sick. You don't. You don't feel that you've caught anything. But who knows? Maybe. Maybe it takes some time. Right. Like we most should, diseases. <laughs> yeah, we should wrap up here sort of as quickly as possible and get back to the medical bay. So. Rest? Yeah, yeah. You guys can can rest here. It kind of looks like a, a waiting area, a lobby. Anybody else want to burn a resolve besides Alindra? Yeah, Andis will grab one of those. Can I investigate where they the creatures were tied up while they're taking a ten minute rest? Yeah, just seems like they were tied to uh, some exposed metallic infrastructure, like within the wall. It does seem like they were tied with a, a few pretty deaf knots. Hmm. So you guys are all rested up. Ten minutes later, what do you want to do? Let's see. So what doors are are in this room, or are are there any computers? No, nothing in the way of computers. It looks pretty destroyed, you know, pretty, pretty desolate. There's a door to the east, and there's a, a near where Adros is standing. A couple of opaque, looks like quartz crystal glass windows with large kish eyes depicted on them. Is this the same material that we've seen elsewhere where there was really strong glass? It, it might have been similar to the Maze of Ghosts door. But yeah, it's just something. You know, it kind of looks like glass, but it's maybe maybe stronger. You tap on it. Hmm. What would you guys like to do? Do you mind if I open this small door first? It's your life, Andis. Live it how you must. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna live it while I got it. Patrick, so, I open the small door. Cracking it open creaks and kind of jams a little bit. But opening it up, 
you find a destroyed hallway. It looks like there is a small door to the north and a larger set to the south. And here in the middle, the, the hallway is collapsed. The ceiling and what looks like maybe part of the next building having crashed through the roof, maybe 10 feet above your head, creating a very large pile of debris that would take would take a long time to, to clear. Okay. Well, I'm going to stay with the rest of the group and I just shut the door. <laughs> okay. Do, do you guys want to look at the, the glass? What do you want to do? Yeah, I'd like to look at the glass. Can I so open it or? It will require a strength check to open. It does seem like they're pretty, pretty well sealed shut. I mean, Can Joss and I uh, do it together? Yes, one person aiding the other, you may. And this is going to come around to the other side of the door, through the door to the south from that hallway. Yeah, Nak is going to go here, just just to where this door right above where the glass is. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So if you do open that door to the south, it opens up into the chamber, and you can see Edros and Talindra on the other side going like, nah. <laughs> I come over to the glass door and I start pulling on it. <laughs> yeah, you can see. Yeah, the the backside seems to be painted as as well. These these kish eyes. This this looks like behind the glass, some kind of small office. You see the remains of a, a desk and broken down pieces of other furniture. And yeah, it seems like maybe this depiction of the the eyes might represent. I think Tazale mentioned that people that came here were first judged by the ancestor Kish, see if they're worthy to receive the the healing that this this holy site afforded some Kish. You think oh, so these, these like, eyes might be, yeah, just staring at the, the front door. I see, I see. Uh, there's another door to the south, head on that a ways. Sure, I'm gonna pop my head around the corner and just let them know they don't have to keep pulling on this door. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <Come in here. laughs> that is fine, we're moving on. <laughs> So it opens up into a, a much larger room. And you guys can see a few rows of metallic upright containers in the, the middle of this room. They're made of a very sturdy ceramic material. And across the walls on the eastern side of the chamber, your flashlights, you can illuminate these murals of sick looking Kish being bathed in a greenish light below you know, much larger depictions what you have identified in the Maze of Ghosts as Ancestor Kish. And then another mural shows a modern Kish walking away, what looks like from a, a small building in perfect health. There's a door to the northeast covered in what looks like fresh charcoal drawings. And on the southern side of this room is a pile of rubble heaped against the, the wall here, you know, maybe eight feet tall. Hmm. So, Patrick, to sort of to my eyes and I believe to Andis's eyes, this looks a little bit like a locker room. Am I, is that sort of what this looks like? Yeah, it, it might be, yeah, some place where, where personal effects were, were kept, some kind of dressing room or, or locker room. Okay. Um, and that's that's in the original clinic, mind you. It definitely seems to have some other purpose, perhaps for the, the modern day Kish that have come sure, here. They, sure. They've adorned the walls in more sure, murals. But, but to, to a uh, to a individual from a, you know, advanced civilization. Yeah, no, you, you've you know, been to... This sort of looks, this sort of looks locker roomy. It, it, it looks very similar to all these rooms you've seen to other, you know, modern day clinics in Absalom Station, Castrovel. Can, can we look for anything valuable that might be left behind in here? Same thing as the, the previous room. Most everything is broken down, emptied. It definitely seems Kish that have come through here since then have pretty much picked this place clear. Mm. Should we search the pile of rubble in the corner? Yeah, is this another enormous 
pile of rubble where it would like take you know hours and hours and hours to dig through it or so uh, yeah the one in the southeast corner of the room is definitely like the the buildings collapse this one to just the straight south of the door you entered it seems to be perhaps man-made it's just stuff heaped against the wall uh, taking a look at it yeah this would be like 10 minutes to try and parse through this yeah. i think a, a dross would just want to do a quick perception check around the room also checking out this pile See if there's anything important. Maybe something that the modern day Kish could have missed. Do Do you want to dig through this pile, like take it apart? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, so too. it takes some time, but you are able, you know, after a few minutes, if you're starting from the top, which is a great place to to start, uh, you can <laughs> yeah. tell that it has covered up a door to the outside. Hmm. Oh. So can we open it up? If you want to continue to unbury the the door. You can, and yeah, it just opens up to um, kind of like a, a side hallway between this building and the next, and it's pretty, you know, rubble-strewn as well, but that is open now. Mm. So basically, they were just, it was a way to force people to go through the front door so that they would see the eyes and be judged. Seems like it. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. So All right. so do we want to go to, to the door back here at the, the east side of the room we're in, or do we want to head back to the north, to the one that uh, Andis and Nack found at the rebel, the other re- uh, rebel hallway. No, let's just I, keep going where we are. Yeah, that's a, let's, let's go this way, to the east. Right, so uh, are you just going straight through the door? Yeah. Does anybody ever make me a perception check? I got a 20. Yeah. So Rebecca, are you going through the door? Yeah. Alrighty. So you can tell that there are some freshly made charcoal drawings of, of Kish next to it. So as you open the door, Alindra, you hear a snap, perhaps the sound of twine going taut, and a dozen objects fly through the air. You see them piercing the, the side, the back of Alindra's head, digging into the, the flesh there, bursting through your, your armor, digging into the bone. Ow. You have set off a trap. Oops. All right, guys. So Alindra's dead. We're going to need a new compatriot. Uh, not, not a joke. This is this is an attack roll that I'm making. It's in this large pile of rubble behind you. It seems like someone has set up a devious trap. Oh. I'm going to roll against your KAC, Rebecca. Uh, what, is, what is your KAC? 23. All righty. I've rolled a nine. That's a hit, unfortunately. Oh, boy. Oh, and I'm a little, I'm a little worried about this one. We'll, we'll see what happens did with this roll. Did we look at that rubble? Did we not like Mm-mm. see the trap? Nope. And you did not inspect any mural in this room. How dare you? <laughs> even, even with the 31 perception, we didn't notice that. Especially with the 31 perception, because that is not enough. Let me see here. So I'm gonna roll a lot of dice. Holy <laughs> pronk! Oh. Is 56 points of damage, nearly taking oh. your head clear off. And uh, it, it does look like it is expended. Just dozens of needles bursting through the, the back of your head, puncturing you. How are you doing? Uh, not not great. I mean, yeah, it looks like like old medical equipment that has been jury rigged into a, a pretty devious looking trap. Is there a vaccination for the rabies bite that I just got? (laughs) (laughs) One of them just happens to be a rabies cure. (laughs) Yeah. I'll tell you what, if I roll two natural 20s, there is indeed a a cure. (laughs) I would laugh so hard if you did. So close, but so far. As you look at this mural next to it, it does seem to show a a fairly hastily drawn kish with (laughs) black lines sticking into its head in some distress. A warning to other Kish, perhaps, <laughs> of, of what 
what was in, in store for them. Traps in oh, Starfinder geez. are serious. You guys. For sure. Yeah. You guys heading into the next room? Uh, hang yeah, on. can let's, I heal let's, up or yeah, something? Yeah, let's heal Alindra first. Uh, <laughs> duct tape her head yeah. back on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what what will that entail? What do you want to do? Can I take another ten minute break? I mean, how about? Uh, well, uh, I don't know if we're gonna fight deal. anything. Uh, here. Um, no, that's fine. I, I I think if if you need to, I mean, that was a big blow. If you need to sit and rest, I think we should do so. There's we're, we're we shouldn't rush ourselves through this. We're only gonna set off more traps and be further injured. Mm-hmm. Are you? Are into- there any other murals that we uh, did not look at that we should have? Yeah, there are a lot of murals in Let's here. Let's look um, at the murals while I rest up. <laughs> Y'all so, go do that. Make me a you, culture you go, check. You go sit down over there, and we're going to go look at murals. All right. Uh, <laughs> you, you I, will, I will roll a culture check. Yeah, you can take 20 if you're oh, waiting yeah. 10 minutes. Uh, well, I mean, I <laughs> well, you rolled a 19 roll on 19. the dice. <laughs> you can take 19. You know I'm what gonna, they say. I'm going to go ahead and, and add my expertise die to that. Yeah, that's oh. a 38 roll. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, yeah, no, you would have. Known that this uh, this crudely drawn one in front of the door was definitely showing danger, like warning danger. And it's in a different style from all the other murals. Taking a look at them, you, you can tell that these are, of course, depicting modern Kish being healed. The larger ones, ancestors judging them. And tying it together, you feel like this is like another maybe stage for those modern Kish to, to be judged before they continue on into the, the House of Renewal. Like I said, this this will trap as well. If you take a look at it, seems like it was made very recently. So if this was a test for them to be judged before they entered the house of renewal, is it possible that there is healing equipment in here in the next space that we can use to heal Alindra? It's very possible. It could also just be like five more traps in the next room. That is also possible. <laughs> or a bunch more yeah. of those critters that we found a second ago. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I bet the same people who put the critters in the front hallway also blocked the side door and also set this trap. I mean, I'm guessing it's all the same people. Um, Rebecca, are you into HP damage? Yes. Uh, like how badly? A little bit. All right. Like, like that, That's not Mark really answering like the question. Like nine points. Okay. Why don't you grab a, why don't you grab a Mark one? Roll that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to uh, roll my 1d8 for my Mark 1 healing potion or healing serum. And that is going to give me two hit points back. So yay. Yay. The system works. <laughs> Do you need another one? <laughs> no, I'll be fine. And Joss, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to fall back and let you lead the way. Uh, I mean, yes, you took quite a blow. It's best if uh, leave all the head injuries to me. There's not a lot going on. Okay, (laughs) I'll open this door. Alrighty, so entering into this next chamber, uh, you guys all filing in? Yes. Yes. So you can use the the lights on your phone because it's pretty dark in here. There's no like external windows and you see it's pretty barren, pretty stripped maybe of whatever furniture or equipment that was once held in here. The only thing you see is uh, a small woven carpet in the middle of the room. But the walls and, and the floor, everywhere you flash your lights, it's just covered in an inky black paint, maybe covered over with soot in the cracks, giving the, the room a infinite depth of space kind of look to it. As your eyes adjust to this dark chamber, you see two figures slump forward. And they look humanoid, but... All of a sudden, their gait becomes jerky uh, and then fluid again. Their bodies seemingly ill-formed, stretching out in your direction. They moan as they come at you in the darkness. 
<clears throat> a horrific shriek. And we're in combat. I need everyone to make initiative rolls. No, Zambies! Uh, Adros attempts to communicate with them. <laughs> they leave you alone the entire fight. <laughs> you yes! Right, we've got our initiative rolls in. I'm going to roll mine. You see them kind of get up off the floor and they, they are looking pretty gross. All right. We are in initiative turn order. See both these things. They are, they're looking pretty, pretty messed up. Two figures stepping forward. One looks very similar to a Kish, but as you get a better look at it, its chest just looks exploded out. It's organs and other vital bits exposed to the air. And it has two heads kind of fused on top of its body, unblinking, staring in opposite directions. The other one is worse, though, for it is a true abomination. Skin and muscle seemingly have been disconnected, and they float in an amorphous manner above its screaming maw. Uh, let, me, let me show you what we're working with here. Oh! Yeah. Oh, man. It's like see, inside out. You see, I would not. I would not swipe right. Yeah. Good body. <laughs> you see yeah, inside out boy you see some visages <laughs> of, you know it was definitely a kish maybe at some point the, the other one's less messed up but still pretty messed up that's not great that's not and we're in initiative turn order first is Nackfeld's bar what you got drew all right i am going to uh any chance i can uh roll a perception check to see if i can see anything else about these these cats that we're about to be in combat with perception check or yeah, i mean uh, i've described to you what you all are able to see i will say that it is uh with your your lights that you're shedding dim light in here so unless you have means of illuminating it further or dark vision uh we are at 20 percent mischance uh, I do have dark vision, so... Okay, so n- not much else you can see in here. What is your action? Uh, so I am going to uh, actually whip out my semi-auto pistol, uh, and I'm going to aim at the uh, the one, uh, the bigger abomination to the north, <laughs> and I'm going to fire my semi-auto pistol with Get'em, and I'm going to go ahead and spend an RP to make Get'em apply to all of the, the critters that we we see here and give All us right. some extra damage as well. Oh! Boom! Ooh. So that is a natural 20. Two weeks in a row, those natural 20s that unfortunately oh, don't do Hashtag. a whole lot here. Hashtag neck shirt. Oh, no! No neck no shirt. No neck shirt. No. These creatures are indeed amorphous, which means you hit dead center of its chest and it just explodes outwards missing just like every vital organ possible so no no crit unfortunately just just regular damage here uh, uh, if you had fired something with a critical hit effect it would take effect like a burn damage but unfortunately just regular sorry drew yeah, of course i choose the semi-auto pistol for the first time since i've got it <laughs> and it doesn't so what what's Proc work. Uh, so that's nine damage, but with the improved get em and the RP, that is 11 damage to that cat. Okay, yeah, it just it doesn't seem to be as effective, uh, mainly because you've put a hole in this thing and it just kind of forms around the hole, the body going back. So a little bit of damage reduction on these things. <laughs> so procking mad right now. <laughs> yeah. All right, Edros Veronis, you see what would have, you know, uh, maybe dropped a, a lesser creature. This massive <laughs> bullet ripped through this one. Uh, we're, we're on to you, Tyler. 
uh, Adros would look to Alindra and say, I'm going to take the big one. Go over and make sure the other one doesn't attack Raimi or Nack. And he's going to head off. Mm. Do you right have any... In- I'm sorry. Do you have any uh, means of, of dark vision uh, or I have dark vision. elimination? Well, that'll do. <laughs> uh, Adros had uh, some eye implants done last time. Oh, we yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, he can see in the dark 60 feet. Uh, so <laughs> no mischance here. And uh, this is energy damage. So hopefully if I roll a natural 20, that will apply. Pretty please. Uh, Plasma Doshko, Red Star, one swipe. Ooh, not great. Seven on the dice is a 22. 22 against EAC? Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's a hit. Yes. Yeah! <laughs> 18 points of damage, and that is electric and fire. Right. So it is still, you know, being reduced somewhat by this creature's just kind of fluid body flowing around your, your doshko, but it's still taking a lot of <laughs> damage. Uh, okay, and that, who is next in the turn order? We are on to Alindra Vallis. Yeah, so Alindra hearing um, instructions shouted to her by Adras, and she's going to start listening to people from now on. She learned her <laughs> lesson. Um, <laughs> she's, she's gonna Only took 40 episodes. <laughs> Yeah, it'll only last this episode, guys. It's not going to last. All right. Um, Okay, so she's going to move sort of to the center of the room and then use Stellar Rush to run at this guy. Okay. Um, What do you want to do? Do you want to bull rush or do you want to attack? Um, I'm going to bull rush. All right. Go ahead and do it. That's a 35 to attack. (laughs) Yeah, that's a hit. (laughs) And that's going to do 13 damage. Uh, 15 with improved. Get him. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, so you are indeed trying to to bull rush this. Yes. Guy. So 35, you are going to push it back. <laughs> uh, push it. Don't you have um, enhanced? Yeah, I have plus four to, right. to, yeah, the bull rush. So yeah, you shoulder this, this creature uh, and it kind of soaks around your body as you lay into it. Uh, but you can feel, yeah, it just doesn't feel solid. It feels, ugh, it feels like a couple creatures fused together, but also made of jelly. But that is enough to slam it to the, the back of the room, and it goes flying, yeah, ten feet, and hits this this back west wall. It looks like you get a save there, Patrick. That's a save for the damage, so I will roll that now. And that is against Reflex? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. I'm asking you. You're trying, to, you're trying to avoid her stellar fire. Yeah, reflex half. I don't have my reflex up in front of me. Okay, that is... Uh, what, what's the DC? 17. Mm-hmm. And I rolled a 6. I, I failed it, so full damage. Awesome. So that's going to be 13 damage? Uh, Four, f- oh, f- 15. 15 damage. Already. So once again, just doesn't seem like all of it's going through but yeah you batter this thing against the back wall it looks pretty shaken by that attack and we are on to next in the turn order Raimi Quindar alright can I shout something at Raimi? like what? like Raimi these things seem weird do you know anything about them? what's going on? (laughs) great great question (laughs) (laughs) that's me asking if you can try to identify these creatures please Yeah, I can try. Uh, yeah. Mysticism, I guess. This is actually going to be life science if you want to oh. make a, a, okay. a knowledge check just from what you've seen of them. So 33. Hey, pretty good. So I can tell you out of game terms, these are aberrations 
and uh, they are called rebuilt. So take from that what you will. And that is going to give you a couple pieces of pertinent information. What thereabouts would you like to know? Uh, I would like to know what they are weak against. So unfortunately, no, no break in its defensive abilities. It has, I, I can tell you, a weakness, but it really has like no effect here. <laughs> it has a, a weakness called unworkable extremities, where it like just can't hold stuff in its hands. Um, so, but yeah, nothing. Oh, no. Tug of war contest <laughs> doesn't. It just seems, <laughs> by by the virtue of the fact that its anatomy is so messed up that it has straight on damage reduction. One other thing you'd like to know about it. Yeah, does it have any special attacks? That it does not. It looks like it just has these big meaty claws that it wants to beat down on on uh, maybe a linger and edge Ross with. Okay. What else do you want to do, Miles? All right. So uh, because the one that Alindra was running at has been pushed back, I have a direct line of sight. Oh yeah. Um. So I'm gonna cast Arcing Surge. Ooh. All right. Level three spell. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Ow. 38 points of damage. 40. 40 points of damage. And what is the DC on this reflex save? 19. Oh, we got a rope pretty high. Let's see here. And all right, so it has indeed made it, so it's going to take half of that, which is 18. All right, so at half, that is 20 points of damage. Half of 40. 40. And it's taking some damage reduction on that. And you guys... <laughs> once again about even on damage on teams A and team B just like in the previous fight who's gonna who's gonna drop one first we shall see next in the turn order it's the monster's turn the rebuilt you can tell like these are made of some kish parts but it definitely aren't like the other kish you've seen here on Istamek uh, this one has been hit almost equal amount of damage by Raimi and Alindra got a couple of targets on a one through four it's going for alindra five through eight oh Raimi. oh Raimi. <laughs> this one is coming straight for you i've rolled an eight it moves down the side of the room does it provoke an attack nope nope no provoking from alindra because she pushed it so far away from her and you don't but have it, a melee it, weapon it, out so it doesn't provoke from you it doesn't seem like it's that fast but it is making a charge attack at you to try and slam in Ooh, natural 20 oh no net 20 uh unlike its defensive uh, ability amorphous it can indeed do crits and that is indeed a crit so oh boy oh this is a good amount of damage he didn't set this up so it's bringing down one of this it's huge kind of misshapen hands in just a bludgeoning attack as it slams into you go ahead and roll this damage Ooh, answering your uh, electric attack it beats into you over over your head your shoulders for 39 points of damage Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. Not that's, good. That's the doubled up crit damage. And that is that one's turn. This one is on a dross, and it's just going to make a couple of meaty attacks against you. 16 on the first dice, a 7 on the second. I don't think the second one is going to hit, unfortunately. Let's see. Unfortunately? Yeah. Mm. Tough. 22. Is 22 hit? 
22 uh, against... Uh, no, it's not going to hit no matter what. No. All right, so first one is indeed a hit. Okay. For 20 points of bludgeoning damage. It's trying to beat on through your armor. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure doesn't is not as effective as, as my natural 20. Uh, that is their turn, and at the bottom of the turn order, Andis, you see this one rush up to, to Raimi. You see another one to the north of you, just past Adros. What do you want to do, Jabert? I am going to step around Knack and then run right past this uh, this uh, mm. returned. Oh boy! And run like just just uh, directly directly past it. See if I can draw an attack of opportunity. All right, it's gonna it's gonna try because it doesn't want to let you get behind it. Making that attack roll. Ah. Several to six on the dice, and I don't think that's going to hit. <laughs> Not with mobility. So, yep, you get back there, and what do you want to do? I'm going to spin around and take one of them good, good laser shots. Mm, yeah, pretty good. That's going to be a 27 to hit. Oh, that's a hit. And that's going to be 16 points of damage. Alrighty, and that is turn one. We are back to the top of the turn order with Mac. Drew, Knack Feldspar, what do you want to do? Knack is going to move up a little bit just to uh, get a clear line of sight to as much as he can. Once again, he's actually going to aim at the uh, the one that is uh, menacing Raimi. Okay. Uh, Corona laser pistol this time. Draw that. Get him spending the RP for all of those bonuses. And let's see what this attack does. Set is a 22 to hit. Uh, that's a hit for nine points of damage. <laughs> Alrighty, chipping away at these things. Uh, so get them and moving. Okay, Edros Veronis, back to you. All right, I'm in position. It is time for some full attacks. Full attack. So let's give a swing. Doshko away. Oh, Doshko miss. Ooh, yeah, unfortunately. A second, do- <laughs> second Doshko away. Roll higher than three. Oh, oh no. my gosh, I, I rolled a two. <laughs> oh, oh, no. It's a, a, it's a Doshko. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so team team A is taking a, a wide lead <laughs> here. <laughs> but we're we're back to Alendra. Rebecca, uh, you are equidistant from this one fighting Raimi, this one fighting Atros. What do you want to do now? Yeah, I'm a little torn. <laughs> Alendra takes a moment to watch Adras as he fails with his Doshko uh, twice, <laughs> um, but also sees Raimi down here being menaced by this uh, pretty scary looking thing. So I think I'm going to go to Raimi's uh, rescue. I'm pretty sure Adras can handle himself. So I'm going to go uh, right up next to it and use my solar weapon. Alrighty. That's a 34 to hit. <laughs> that's a hit. <laughs> all right, all right. And that's oh, going to do... Uh, 21 damage? Does get him yes, apply get the him. damage to? Yes, oh, yeah. Does. 23. Okay, so yeah, 23 damage. It is still up, but yeah, you lay into this thing, slicing through uh, maybe armor fused into flesh on its back. Doesn't look doesn't look too happy. Gives another <laughs> scream out in pain. Your turn. Over. Back to Raimi Quindar. This thing is right on top of you, beating you nearly unconscious i imagine with that one attack yeah so i'm gonna take a guard step back miles uh, real quick it's already used its reaction for the round so uh, so you i can don't take a move action to get okay back. cool you can so move I... further yeah cool all right so i'm gonna move back a little bit mm-hmm. 
It does not have that ability to attack more than once. Use its reaction, and it's also pretty slow. So. I'm, a, I'm a little ticked, so I'm going to use another spell. Uh, with my patented middle finger, I point it at it and shoot another jolt of arcing surge. Another level three? Ooh, boy. Ooh. For 48 points damage. Even more. All right, so let's reflex it up. All right, I've made the reflex, so half is 23. 24. 24. 24, I forgot. Um, So 24 points damage. All right, so once again, you're burning through this thing, straight line to the back of the room. It catches the back wall on fire a bit. It does seem to go through right through its chest. It is still up. It is is hurting a great deal, I can tell you. But this thing is still pretty unhappy. And it's its turn. Now, it has a few targets. Andis has shot it. Alindra has sliced into it. And you have you've burnt it for a lot of electrical damage. So I'm, I'm just going to still make it a little random. I'm going to roll a dice, see who, who it wants to attack. It's definitely going back for Raimi, though. <laughs> Go <laughs> ahead, Alindra, and make your attack of opportunity. Because it is right. running right out. That's a 17 to attack. Uh, 19 to attack. That is a miss. Oh, boy. Raimi, another slam attack coming your direction. What is your KAC? Uh, 22. It has hit. And gonna roll some more damage, it seems, as hellbent on murdering you as you it. Only 20 points of damage, but I imagine you're still up, right? Uh, yeah. Barely. Alrighty. And then... 14 hit points left. This one is uh, on a dross. Is actually going to move closer to Knack. Going to move close and one arm going out Knack's direction. One arm going in a dross. Let's see who it's going to hit. It's going to send its only attack against a dross. It hits a dross and slams into him for another. Oh, boy. So, so bare minimum on these attack uh, or damage rolls. 17 points of damage, <laughs> Tyler. All right. And we're back to Jabert with Andis147. Bottom of turn two. I'm going to run back across the room. Oh, boy. <laughs> passing Swords McKenzie, who's uh, <laughs> up on Raimi. And then I'm going to bebop up here next mm-hmm. to Nack and Edris and run within five feet of the other aberration and then continue moving away. So you're trying to provoke two attacks of opportunity? I'm, I'm trying to pull two two uh, AOE, AOAs. Oh boy. All right, let's get this first one because they, yeah, they don't like being scooted past, as it were. They don't like the scoots. First one is an 18 on the dice. That's a hit. The second one. Um... A 14 on the dice. What's your KAC with the mobility? Uh, 26. Yeah, these are both hits. All right. Ooh, a good amount of damage coming to you, but passing the buck down the line here, maybe. The first one, 24 points of damage. As you move past the second, maybe a little off kilter, it only gets in a single claw here for 17 points of damage. All right. So 41 in total. Okay. All right, <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm good. I'm good, gang. Oh, goodness. That was all, right, all on gonna... a single move. Yeah, and I'm going <laughs> to uh, take a shot at the one after Raimi one more time. going to celebrate one more time. That's a hit. That's a 25 to hit. Mm-hmm. That's going to be 13 points of damage. Okay. Oh, it's still up. Oh, boy. It is still kicking. 
still on top of Raimi, and we're on turn three. Nack Feldspar. This one's on top of you now. This other much more horrific abomination. Okay, I am going to... Hmm. I'm going to guarded step. Oh, boy. Right here. Okay. So once again, uh, he, he's taking these things uh, reaction attacks. I'm, I'm taking the attacks for you, dude. Oh, then just move am, away. Then I'm moving out here. <laughs> Moving, yeah. moving far away. <laughs> Further away. Uh, I am going to... Uh, <clears throat> Rami, how you living, man? I have 14 hit points left. Oh, gosh. I gotta do... I gotta do a get him. I'm sorry, but I will get you back. I promise. Get him. Assuming I live this round. <laughs> another RP uh, to add everything to everybody. Plus two and plus two. Got it. And taking a shot or no? Uh oh yeah, I guess I can because I haven't. Uh, I have I just I forget I can move with that. I'm gonna again what the one attacking Raimi. I'm going to Corona Laser Pistol. Okay, it's a twenty six to hit. Twenty six is definitely a hit <laughs> for uh, ten points of damage. Not too much, but I'm telling you, with these guys, every little bit is going to help. Edros Vranis, we're back to you. All right. Uh, I think Adras is focused on his fight. He probably doesn't see Raimi taking these these heavy blows, but uh, he tried to do a double attack. It didn't work. He's going to stick to a single this time around. Try and focus on just hitting the creature. Already. Ooh. Oh my gosh. 22 EAC? 22 is just a hit. Well, against EAC, Ooh. it's still a hit, but yeah. <laughs> What's the damage? That's, the damage is 24 points of damage. All right, nice. Uh, right, so that is Adros' turn. Back to Alindra Ballas. All right, I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. I can either um, use Supernova and hit Adros, or use Supernova and hit Raimi, or... Raimi, Raimi. <laughs> or I can just uh, hit one of the enemies instead of both of them. Uh, I was really hoping Adros would move. I think, think I'll... Wait, I thought it was only 10 feet at this point. Yeah, it's it only, only a 10, 10 foot feet. range. Yeah, but if I moved five five feet to the... Yeah, she can range, get both of them, I but she'll have to... Same as the last fight where we got... <laughs> yeah. I don't know how... They started kind of far away from one another, but now they've moved within 15 feet of each other. Yeah, but I really oh, I mean, can't boy. hit both of them if I don't want to hit my comrade. So I'm you, going to... You, sorry. Oh, you know Adras can soak up fire damage. I mean, he's... A divine champion of Saren Ray. Fire I mean, that's true. Ray. Maybe I should just let him take it. Um, yes. yes. Burn him to the ground. I I am for this. <laughs> it's a little sadistic, but, um, you know, I, I think she's, well, she wasn't there when he burned alive for Saren Ray, but <laughs> she heard tales of it and thought it sounded pretty cool. So she'd like to see it in real life. Yeah, no, he, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. Go ahead and roll that damage. All right. Ooh. So 31 damage. So doing um, that's pretty a well. DC to save. So is that a 33 uh, with get him positive? Uh, correct. Right. All right. So Tyler has made it. So half damage uh, for a dross. I'm going to make a reflex save for the very injured one that is on Raimi. Has made the reflex oh. save. Oh, so no. half damage on that. Oh, and it's reducing it a little bit more. So it has saved. It's taking half damage, reducing it via 
whatever damage reduction is soaking up all these hit points for these creatures. And it explodes into Yay! a heap of fire. <laughs> it, oh, God. You did one more <sighs> point of damage than its health. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this well, that's just one of them. Oh. What about the other one? Oh, yeah, no, this one's going to be fine. Let's make that roll. Uh, nope, it, it failed. It's reflex save. Let me double check on that. Uh, rolled a nine. Oh, no, it's, it's made its reflex save, so it's it's taken a reduced amount as well. But it's still got a lot of hit points left. But one dead, and it's Raimi's turn, and it's not on top of him right now, so that's also nice. Ooh. Miles, what do you got? Um, think, uh, I need to, I need to, I need to heal. <laughs> um, I got you. Boo. I, I don't you think this do cre- damage. I don't think this other. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't think this other creature is going to come after you. So, <laughs> oh, won't oh, <laughs> <laughs> he? Believe it or not, if you throw another lightning bolt at it and draw its ire, it will, it will charge and it will. I'm going to move uh, behind uh, Nack and Andis, and I had for a while uh, an MK1 Serum of Healing for 1d8 hit points. Okay, so that'll be uh, a little bit, but you're just cowering behind the android and the Ahsoki. Let's go ahead and move on to their turn. It's got a couple of fun targets right in front of it, Edros and Alindra, and it's going to, it's just going to beat on Edros. A couple of attacks. Uh, one hit and one miss. Seems to be doing the same thing it has done every time, just ineffectually walloping against your your armor. And that is 20 points of bludgeoning damage. And we're at the bottom of turn three, once again with Jabert. Alrighty. Well, let's see. Would this be a angle? I'm sort of uh, at Edris's left, mm-hmm. behind Edris's left shoulder. Yeah. Um, would this count as a cover, as cover to the enemy? That is correct. Yes. Oh beans. But you've um, got but you've got plus two for get him and plus one for Adras's uh, ability. No, I, I I don't get the plus one from Adras if he's granting it cover. Oh. And so yeah, so it ends up being a little dunk. All right, um, I'll take a five foot step, one of them guarded steps I keep hearing so much about to try to get a cleaner shot at this guy. Alrighty, and we'll do let's, it. Let's take it. That's gonna be a. 21 to hit. If you had not moved, that would have been a miss, but that's a hit. Yes! yes. That's 17 points of damage. Ooh, nice, 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 nice. So, this thing's not looking too good. It's taken a couple of, of Doshko hits, a couple of uh, small arms, long arms, rifle, fire. Uh, we are back at the top of the turn order. Drew, Knackfeld's bar, turn four. What have you got? All right, folks, uh, with this one guy left, I've got to start saving some RP. I'm just going to do a Corona laser pistol blast with get him the good old fashioned way. <laughs> so that's a 19 to hit. Uh, 19 with get him. Does that include oh, coordinated I'm, shot? It does not uh, include coordinated shot. So that's 20 to hit. Uh, that is just a hit. Uh, so eight damage. Alrighty, Not too much getting through, but counts next in the turn order adros veronis adros is gonna just kind of hold and say alindra get into flanking position and we'll take him down together and he will oh, hold his turn yeah <laughs> and alindra has to do what you say because of uh, aforementioned <laughs> the one time you were right about combat um uh, all right so alindra <laughs> you hear adros shouting commands at you like a vesk uh what do you want to do 
Alindra says, Idras, you read my mind. I thought I was the telepathic one. And she moves into the <laughs> <laughs> It's the most Alindra thing I think you've ever said in character. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Gu- guarded step and attack. Yep. Uh, so oh, that's a boy. 29 to attack. Uh, no, more than that. That's a hit. 31. <laughs> oh, what's this damage now? 27 damage normally. That's so much. <laughs> okay. It's still up, but it is Adros's turn. Flanking. Oh, you know it. Get him. What do you want to do, Tyler? Oh, you know it's time for them full attacks. This is this is the winning <laughs> formation. You this can't... is the winning formation. You can't roll a two and a three again, right? <laughs> no. I that, that can't possibly happen. Here we go. First attack. Ooh. Oh! That's a 19 on the die, which means my brand new gear boost comes into effect. You take Mm -hmm. 1d6 burn damage. Boom! That is correct, and these things do take critical effect damage. So, give me that damage. So you took took 24 points of damage plus an additional 5 points of damage. Electricity and fire damage. Ouch, ouch, ouch. So, 29 in total? 29 in total, and the extra 5 is all fire damage, if it matters. It does. It would have been still alive if you had not done that extra damage. It's dead. Yes. Yes. You, with yeah. a single attack, cleave that thing in half, and we are out of combat. Awesome. Battle buddies forever. Oh, man. High five. <laughs> <laughs> Best friends. <laughs> We've got some like abomination coup on us. We're like, oh, oh this is gross. But high five. <laughs> Alrighty, I imagine. After that, uh, there's a door to the north here, but do you want to rest before moving on? <laughs> do I have to ask? That's probably a good move. Uh, Nack is going to hit Raimi with a uh, uh, Mark One healing serum. Hit him with it? <laughs> Just throw it at him? <laughs> She's going to stab him with it. He didn't Right, know. so stabbing Raimi. Um, who wants to burn an RP? Uh, I do. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Anyone else? Also a draw swap. Uh, yeah, Andis is gonna need one of those. Andis, a dross. Yeah. Also gonna uh, spend another uh, Mark One healing serum myself. Uh, let, yeah, let me, let me let me also try to like treat deadly wounds on that. Burning through these <laughs> Mark One, these piddly Mark Ones. Yeah, I mean I've I've had like four for the last like two books. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, burn, burn them up. Things are only gonna get more dangerous on this tonight, guys. All right, I'm going to try to treat deadly wounds over here. So medicine check. I'm not going to do it. Oh, it's uh, is it still a 25 or do you have a, did you buy a, uh, a healing kit? I forget. I didn't end up with an advanced one. Can, can that be, I thought we, can that be assisted? Uh, it can, but you're going to have to say that before you roll it, unfortunately. <sighs> yeah. And, yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be enough. So, we do enough. have, we do have an advanced med kit. Do we do it? Oh, yep. That Who has it? It, it? I mean, I don't know who has it, but I mean, Adros has it. We we bought one. It's it's purchased. I I I'm pretty sure at some point that I told Andis that he should oh, have one. But you should have given purchased. it to him when he was trying to treat Ramy. That was really uh, selfish of you, Tyler. <laughs> yep, it was selfish of me. Intelligence of eight guys. What can I say? <laughs> oh, did you need all these bandages? Yeah. Adros yeah. uh, comes up and goes, "Oh, I I bought this advanced med kit. I don't know if it would help with these checks in the future, but uh, uh, maybe you should have it. I'm not very good with the medicine." Yeah, is, it, right. is it written? Is sorry. So just just is it written down anywhere that we bought that? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you go to the party loot and you go over to where the sixth share is, you can see a minus $2,700 for a advanced med kit. But it's not under any individual person's thing because... It's a shame you lift it back on the ship. Uh, because I, I, I had us buy it, but then I, I just said, hey, we bought this. And I just assumed someone would ride it on their thing. I must have missed it. Sorry. Well, Ramy doesn't get, get doesn't get any opponents. No, not a problem. Next time, I'll just add it to somebody's sheet myself. <laughs> like, well, like, you, pack, like packing me a little like lunch until you put got this knapsack. null space, um, you know, uh, black hole that you can throw stuff in. You guys are like coming up against your your bulk limits pretty pretty often. I think everyone except Olendra is pretty close there, right? Are you guys tracking bulk on that sheet as well? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not very close either. I think I'm about half. Are you adding in your armor and your uh, your weapons, yep. all your weapons? Yes. Sir. Okay. Uh, so so in this room now that we are uh, kind of out of combat, are there any murals or anything can we roll a perception check to sort of see what else is in this room that it might be interesting? Nothing here, unfortunately. It looks like maybe just kind of a waiting area. But I'm going to fast forward us a bit through the, the, the next room. Next couple rooms, you can go through this door to the north. It opens up into a, a hallway. You see more of the, the wreckage uh, that is blocking from the, the front of the building. And you, you find a couple of different waiting rooms, maybe some, some lodging rooms with the same destroyed furniture uh, that you've seen everywhere here. So exploring the rooms to the north, why don't you guys give me a perception check, looking around all these. Alright, some pretty good rolls. Thankfully Patrick, you... Patrick, uh, I did a good job. Oh yeah, definitely. Patrick, are you proud of me? I did a good job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I will tell you that most of you find in one of these rooms a small picture of a Kish face drawn in the dust, and it seems perhaps one of the, the Kish that came here for cleansing at some point in the past was in this room maybe waiting. seems like they drew a, a sad face, maybe a little worried about what their ancestors would do with them. And it is by a pile of rubble in this far east room. And Andes, you see hiding in that, that pile of rubble, a very large Kish assault uh, axe, a, a Kish axe, if you will. <laughs> and <laughs> it, it looks uh, much nicer than the ones that you, you've seen on the, uh, the Kish that you fought on the landing pad. It is uh, an analog weapon, uh, the same archaic style, but it does 2d10 damage and has the wound special quality. Hmm. An assault well, kick axe. Well, this seems like a weapon for me. And then I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I try to, I try to like swing it at a wall, and I just drop it on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe Indris should have this. <laughs> and there's one further chamber down to the south here. And as you open it up, head on inside, you find a large, solemnly cleaned, uh, a very tidy room, and at its center, a massive piece of ancient Kish technology. It looks like a capsule, maybe 10 foot tall, about uh, 7 feet wide at its base, constructed out of the uh, a very sturdy-looking blue metal, quite well-worn through the ages. To its side, cables and tubes connect to the back of a control panel, and maybe some larger tanks in, in the the back corner of the room. And it has a large six-foot-tall door that opens into the chamber. And you guys can see that right here. And what else? Can I tell what this uh, machine does? Uh, Yeah, so that will be a a life science check to to figure it out. I'm going to help with that. This is some kind of equipment. 
that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Well, both you and Raimi taking a look at it, you are pretty sure this is some kind of very advanced gene splicing device. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like a, a gene, uh, you know, radioactive chamber. And taking a look at this control panel, it seems to be keyed in for Kish biology. But even more so, it, it looks like it's trying to replicate perfect Kish physique or health. Hmm. Is it is it working properly? Is it? Well, the two guys we just fought, I think, prove it doesn't. Right. Well, as <laughs> as you take a look at it, yeah, you you can with a very simple computer's check. Take a look at the code, and you can tell that there it does seem to have a number of bugs. The the operating system kind of chugging along, maybe after however many years it sit here. Is that a Kish know, joke? And <laughs> they're not bugs. So no. So Andis and Ramy, if you take a look over these bugs in the the operating system and you can surmise that it applied incorrectly uh, this device could be responsible indeed for the the abominations that you just fought uh in a uh fly like you know monstrosity it uh is got some very specific keys that it, it requires uh if you want to try and repair it you can it will be a pretty high computers check but you also notice as you're working on it that you can add in DNA for other species and make the, the check a little bit harder if you want. So if you want to, say, add in program uh, VESC DNA, you can take a scale from a dross or the soaky fur <laughs> and throw it into the machine. One of them's and enough. You can also make a use of this uh, as well. So it's up to you if you want to just fix it for Kish or if you guys want to use it. It does seem like it would it would work like a, a pretty high level um, healing chamber, like a, a rejuvenation oh. chamber. Oh, I see. I see. So it would rejuvenate us in the sense that like it would heal it would us, heal things, not heal hit like, points. Not, not, not that we're like making cloning. more knacks. <laughs> yeah. It's not a uh, no, you chamber. If uh, if it's working 100 percent, if you're able to get it working it can remove disease as well. Ah, well, if any of us had a disease, then we would want to do that. But mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm also I'm a little uh, offended that y'all don't want more knacks. <laughs> Tough. So, Alendra uh, still realizes she was bit. Do we need to be concerned about that? That I was bitten? Uh, not if we can fix this machine. I, I was about to say, you're pretty sure it had some kind of disease, but you're just not feeling the effects yet. So right. yeah, maybe. I'm just thinking maybe this machine could help us. Uh, uh, Nack and Ramy, would you like to help me out with this? Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. I rolled mine. <laughs> Three so, heads are better than one. Anyone can roll to aid, but I need to know who, indeed, is going to make the, the roll for the, the the final check, and I need to know your bonus. I have a plus 22. <laughs> okay, so who wants to aid on that? I am. All right, go ahead and roll it. All right, so Nack and Ramy, you are going to aid. Go ahead and roll and tell me what you rolled for that that computer's check. Oh, boy. 27, natural 20. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. 35. All right, so two aids, so it's going to be a plus 26. Is that right, uh, uh, Jabert? That's my math. Okay, so now what bits of DNA do you want to add in here? It will make it harder. So I can pick a species to make right. it effective for. You can add in all five of your, your guys' DNA and make it effective and useful for all five of you. It will make it a harder skill check to repair, though. Right. I, I mean, I, I don't need to be added. Uh, I'm feeling fine. 
So, but didn't you get uh, bit by one of those monsters at the beginning? Yeah, and this oh, yeah. and this plucks a uh, uh, a scale <laughs> out of like uh, out from like from like under the armpit. And just, like, ah! it out. Ow! And then walks over Goodness. to Alindra and plucks a hair out of her head and tosses those in there. <laughs> okay, and then Morty goes up. for it. And me too. Oh no! So y- you're not rolling this, Andis. Oh. This uh, is a secret roll, which means uh, I get to roll it. Oh boy! So we've got a plus twenty-six. Okay. That is, I, I will tell you right now, that is not enough to succeed on on repairing this, uh, and it's going to be a little bit more difficult with the the added DNA. I'm going to roll this in secret. Okay. I've rolled it now. If you guys want to try it out, you can. But the only the proof is in the pudding, as they say. Put your mouth where your your body where your mouth is. Oh, <laughs> Put your body oh, in the pond hey. where it is. Hmm. <laughs> and Dross would step up and go, all right, if we're going to be testing weird alien medical stuff, I, I feel like I have the best chance in case anything goes wrong. I'll, I'll test it out. And all right, we'll buddy. see what happens. All right. It's, all right. A, it's a little while to, to get it repaired. You know, maybe half hour or so. And as you step in, you can key it in, Andis, for, for it to to work. Before I go in, can I wear everybody's resilient jacket, just in case? <laughs> just, just like eight jackets? Yeah. Uh, right, so it, it starts up, a green light bathes you, Edros. Now this one, this one's gonna be public. Why don't you go overhead and roll me a D100? <laughs> oh, goody! And just has, oh, has their hand just like right on top of the uh, the emergency <laughs> stop button. It's like, oh... <laughs> 85, not bad. Yeah, yeah. So as the light uh, begins to shine, uh, you feel maybe some of the scales on the back of your head begin to singe, begin to burn. Let me do some rolling here. Mm, Yeah. Ooh, lots of dice. (laughs) 35, I've rolled. Uh, 35, and you gain that many hit points back. Oh, yes! (laughs) (laughs) All right, well... Drew lost his mind, but <laughs> I feel good. Uh, Andis, though, uh, as you're looking over the programming, yeah, yeah it could have cooked him alive because it, it is indeed still broken. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that was a very lucky roll. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, you guys. Uh, oh, you... oh, so if I had rolled lower on the D100, I could have burnt for that much damage? Oh, no, it, it would have been much worse than <laughs> Than regular oh, oh, good. Oh, good. And this looks at Adros. And this looks at Adros and says, It's great, but let me take another crack at this. <laughs> uh, oh, so, thumbs up, though. Just FYI, I rolled a, a five in secret. It's <laughs> killed Jack. I missed it by one. <laughs> one point to repair it. Uh, but on the second one, you are 100% sure that you've uh, you fixed the problem on the, the second time. Uh, right, so you guys can use that. We'll come back to that probably in a future episode. But before for that, Alindra, in this corner of the room, you're looking at what looks like a small Kish shrine. Very similar to the one that you yourself found in the Maze of Ghosts. And you find here what looks like another data pad, just like the one you found in the mu- museum. Now you all can plug it into your computer, get to rewiring it, and you find another fraction of a, a voice snippet. This time, a deep male Kish voice that says, How do you do? <laughs> I'm head of security at the foundry. Last month, a few pieces of classified documents related to the... 
Another massive gap in the audio. Uh, white noise filters in, and a moment later it picks up, and it says, Investigating all methods of entry into the facility. As far as I can tell, the Series XLT-88 digital lock on the entrance has not been tampered with, but it says in the manual that if there's an admin key code, uh, that that can bypass it. And I want to know if that's true. If so, the Foundry's director and I need to know how many of your staff have access to that key code. We are not making accusations, but we need to look into all possibilities. Please respond. End of transmission. Mm. This is the other side of the conversation. It looks like this prompted the other call, yeah. Mm. And uh, while you are looking at the piece of data, you can triangulate where the first message seemed to have come from. Mm. Uh, it points you to the northeast corner of the island, and it's something that you can like follow kind of like a compass now. Nice. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask if we could triangulate with this piece of information, so mm. now we know. Now we know our next stop after we throw Raimi in this back, uh, back to tank. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to do before you leave? I, I would like to know what is in this room that we missed. Oh, yes. Wouldn't you like to know? The door creaks open and you find a small, long closet with nearly empty shelves covered in moss and dust, a few boxes and crates that seem to have stood the ravages of time. They lie in a heaped pile in the back of the room. Uh, I'd like to take a look at some of the less damaged, some of the preserved materials. Preserved materials? Yeah, you said there, there are some things that have with, with uh, stood the test of time. Anybody that wants to go ahead and make me a perception check. In this small supply closet, uh, you guys are taking a peek through. Alindra, you find, while inspecting the crates, a small crystal that catches the light from your comm unit. Inspecting it, you find it is a Mark II ability crystal. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Just plus four to, to ability once you, you key that in. Does everybody, does anybody need that? Does anybody uh, not have one yet? I mean, yeah, a Dross doesn't have one. Ooh. Something to talk about off air. Maybe, uh, yeah. Who, who needs it? Who wants it? I think, has anyone bought a Mark II yet? I did. Yeah. I think I did. Okay. So unfortunately, you can't have two Mark IIs, but we'll, we'll figure it out, see who's boosting what, and we'll talk about that uh, next time. But for now, you guys heading out, leaving the Chamber of Renewal? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. All right. So making your way out of the House of Renewal, you pass by these murals in the entrance, these dead creatures that you fought. And by the time you're getting outside, it is maybe the sun getting ready to set again. But as you're walking out onto these steps, you hear a grunt from the building across the way. Stepping oh, from behind... Crunk! Stepping from behind uh, a few places, hiding places uh, in the rubble across the street. Their arrows notched into bows are about 20 Kish warriors. Every single one of them pointed in your direction. They begin to yulolate, you know, their tongues rolling in their, their mouths quietly at first, but no need to translate, uh, even though you guys are, I believe, out of, of your your translation you can hear what they're saying and understand it's not a not a word to be translated but a name rising up in a great cacophony hoy feck hoy feck hoy feck emerging from the rubble is a kish standing a good two feet above all the rest nearly nine feet tall a giant among these already tall warriors dressed in a full set of advanced plate armor, chipped away and created, it seems, from some of the advanced ancient Kish building materials you've seen. The armor must weigh hundreds of pounds, and 
On top of that, he carries a battle axe the size of Edros. Every step forward he takes in your direction shakes the very ground around you. As this is the chieftain of the Kish of Hearth Hoifek, he walks to the base of the steps uh, within striking range of you all. And he holds his axe menacingly before raising it above his head and slamming it into the, the stone ground around him. Uh, it goes crack the ground shaking and breaking. Mm-hmm. Just going to roll some damage here. Yep, <laughs> the ground breaking. 57 points of damage. The earth and stone split in half, and he buries this thing two feet into the surface of Istamek. He walks over to you, Edros. His mandibles flared out, predator style. Uh, three unblinking eyes staring into your soul and says, to be continued. <sighs> <sighs> Oh boy, this uh so the earth took fifty-seven points of damage? <laughs> yes, Isamek is about to to break. I mean, I I gotta I gotta imagine like, you know, digging into a cloud island is probably not the wisest idea. <laughs> well, I mean, he just cracked through solid stone and earth, uh, something that you might not be able to do with the same axe. Drove it in. Yeah, it sounds like the shortest game of Minecraft ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's done. He's, he, he can break a uh, a diamond stone in one hit. Oh. That's where we're ending this week. I'm so excited to have a whole week to, to think about what's going to happen next. Do you guys, you guys remember those Kish that you killed on the, the landing pad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There might feel, be some consequences of that. I don't, <laughs> I don't feel guilty about yeah, it. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. <sighs> what do you guys think about Hoifek? He's pretty. He's scary. I want him to be my... I want to be... Uh, yeah, he should be my drinking buddy. Oh, well... Please be my drinking buddy. It'd be really great if you could uh, speak to him right now, I'm sure, but we'll, we'll figure well, that out next Next, week. Next still got that uh, that share languages, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we still yeah, have... I thought we all did. 24 hours now. Just, just neck. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Let's see what happens next week. And you guys are done with the House of Renewal, basically. <laughs> Cracked open that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a that was a freaky place. It was a, I, this was this was much scarier than the uh, Maze of Ghosts, actually. Ooh. Oh, those, wow. those abominations are 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 bleh. Yeah, yeah, a little little dangerous for sure. Mm-hmm. No no androids got renewed this week. Yay! <laughs> like I was the Yay. the switch of what you thought was going to happen. Uh where do you where do you think we're going next week? TPK. <laughs> Based on the yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not going to lie. Got DR, but that is that is a distinct possibility. <laughs> there is a side door, guys. Yeah, I, I think I think my suggestion would be go out the side door. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> oh, that's very I mean, no. We're, right we're already and, outside. Like, shut the doors. <laughs> and then, like, and this, we'll be right out, and then we scooch out the back door. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. Alrighty, well, we'll figure it out uh, next time on the podcast. That was episode 41. We'll be back with mm-hmm. the answer to Life, the Universe, and everything <laughs> next week. Thank you guys for playing with Thank, Thank you. you, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you. And say goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Everybody. Good night. Good night.